today we're going to talk about blessings of patience and understanding that no calling is too small and that it will definitely be worth the wait. And I'm taking this from In Touch Daily Readings for Devoted Living. When we think about patience, let's talk about uh, the book War and Peace. Now the author, Leo Tolstoy, it took him at least six, possibly seven years to draft that book. But his novel now stands as one of the greatest literary masterpieces of all times. Louis van Beethoven waited even longer to bring his finest composition, Symphony No. 9, to the stage. It took a whopping three decades. I didn't realize that. It was 30 years before Symphony No. 9 even made it to the stage. Wow. Now, we're talking about patience there. What if these men had simply given up? What if they hadn't pushed through all the frustrations and setbacks? What if they'd listened to all the people telling them it couldn't be done? They'd have been poor for it, and so would we. Sometimes God's promises can also feel our way, and oftentimes too difficult to reach. That's why many people try to look for a shortcut. After all, reason if God makes a promise wouldn't he want us to attain it and enjoy it as quickly as possible not necessarily when we try to manipulate circumstances and help the Lord fulfill his promises it's possible for us to get in the way of God of the good things he has in mind for us for this reason it's important to be patient and remember that part of the blessing is to trust in wisdom gained while waiting and you can read about more on patience in Galatians 6 and 9. And, you know, just speaking from my own um, personal situation, I really do agree with that statement about, you know, trying to help God, which we don't need to help Him. He doesn't need our help. But I have been guilty of trying to help Him to help me to get to the point where I want it to be. And I also realized in doing that that I have created a lot of problems uh, for myself. I've done things that did not work out the way I thought they were would work out or that I thought, okay, well, this is what God told me. You know, did he tell me or was I telling myself this is what I was supposed to do? So learning to be patient is definitely worth the wait and waiting on God to do it and not for us to do it. So when we think about that, sometimes we may have the feeling deep down inside, well, you know, what I'm being asked to do or what I think I'm being asked to do is so small, it's so insignificant, but never, ever, ever discount the gift and the talent that God has given you to use to go out and do his work. So if you caught yourself thinking before at any time, well, I won't be called to such a grand task. You know, like maybe um, Charles Stanley, okay? He had a huge missionary um, ministry, and he was worldwide, um, well-beloved, 
and you know he passed away recently um and you know and maybe some of you might have thought well i'll never have a ministry that great your ministry may be in different aspects not necessarily to be on tv or to um, be able to reach the many people that his company that god has blessed him with to be able to do but never think that your task is insignificant consider the story um, a thousand years before the time of esther pharaoh ordered all male hebrew children in egypt to be murdered at birth but two midwives refused to comply with this decree even when they were questioned by pharaoh the powerful man considered by many to be divine they continued saving lives because they feared the true God. And scripture tells us that because of their bravery, the Lord was good to the midwives, and the people multiplied and became very mighty. Neither Sapphira nor Pura was a queen, yet the Lord still used them to save an entire nation. Embracing our respective callings may at times be scary, but it's always worth it. Each time we do, we'll learn just how faithful our Heavenly Father is. And that will build our trust in Him for the next opportunity He gives us to step out in obedience. But it seems like a lot of times we are impatient. I know I am. Uh, and if you don't agree, just think about the last time you warmed up a meal in the microwave. Did you calmly wait during those few minutes or did you stand there tapping your fingers and sighing in expiration? No wonder scripture includes so many examples of godly patience. Time and time again, the father made promises to his children only to have them wait years, sometimes decades. This reminds me of Abraham and Sarah. He told Abraham that he would bless them with a, with a child. And Sarah, honestly, would have been like most of us, myself included. You know, here I am now, I'm reaching in my 80s, and I still haven't had a kid? It's not going to happen. So she gives her handmaid to um, Abraham and tells Abraham to, to go and lie with her. And lay with her and have a child because you know God's not gonna do what he said he was gonna do all those years ago I you know here I am in my 80s and, and I'm still not with child it's just not gonna happen but it did happen God did fulfill that promise and he gave Sarah and Abraham Isaac and that was their son um, but again I think Sarah was probably in her 90s before she even had Isaac. I mean, and obviously, you know, this is not heard of this day and time, but God's promises will always be fulfilled. We just have to learn how to be patient and to wait on those wonders that he's going to give. So consider how long Simon waited to see Christ, to hold the infant Jesus in his arms, and prophecy over him. For many decades he kept watching, holding firmly to the promise that he would not die before he beheld the Savior. Imagine waiting day after day for such an amazing blessing. 
Some people might have found it challenging to continue believing the promise, but Simon didn't falter, and his reward was indeed great. Shortcuts rarely lead to where God wants us to be. The long road, however, has been taken by countless faithful servants. So if you're waiting on the Lord today, be encouraged because you're you're in good company. And then Luke 2 verses 21-35 will take you through um, those scriptures about being patient and waiting. And then Exodus chapter 1 verse 15 through 22 will talk to you about when you think that maybe your calling is too small. Um, But what I do want to say, just as a side note, as we get ready to end this Bible lesson today, is that no matter what your gift is, be grateful for it. It is a gift that was given specifically to you to use for uh, the building of God's kingdom and to help others. And it's not too small. So even if it's no more than you are in the church or you're um, out um, in the community and you are, you know, stopping to give somebody a bottle of water and you bless them and you bless the water that you've handed to them, you are doing your calling, your job. Um, Like I said, we're not all called to be ministers. We're not all called to be TV evangelists. Um, You know, everybody has a different calling based on your natural born God-given talents. And be thankful for what you have been given. Be patient when you have asked God for something and you are seeking it. Don't try to help him. He doesn't need our help. Um, As a matter of fact, we get in our own way and we stop or we halt our blessings when we're trying to help God and assist God in taking care of what he promised to give us. He remembers what he has promised us. He remembers what you have asked him for. He knows what your needs are before you even voice them, before you even think them. God already knows. And so what we have to do is just learn to be patient and we have to learn to just wait on his timing because his timing is always right. It's always on time and it always comes right in that moment when we are really, really in need or we really think that he has completely forgotten about us. It comes, it happens. So be patient be grateful and know that whether it's a decade from now, whether it's a day from now, or whether it's 10 seconds from now, the promises that he has promised to you specifically, it will come to fruition. We just have to learn to be patient and wait on our Heavenly Father. All right, everybody, it's beautiful, beautiful start of the new week. I'm wishing you all the best, prosper, and be healthy, and live life to the fullest, and enjoy the times that you have with your family and your friends, and I will be back on tomorrow. Take care, everybody. God bless.